The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Noctra, Thielen, and Calvin are led further into our campaign by JJ, our DM. Listen in as Kurt gives us a recap of the previous episode and our party wakes up in the gypsy camp after getting their reading from Madame Ava. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, Google+, Bing, all over the place. <clears throat> Definitely, if you like us on iTunes, leave us a good rating. It helps other people find us. Uh, we are going to be continuing our Curse of Strahd campaign, and we're going to go around the table saying hi, starting with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Noctra in this particular campaign the human paladin go on there excellent hey this is kurt i am playing Teelan. he is a half elf wild mage sorcerer tends to be a little crazy you might think of him as being chaotic good <laughs> a little crazy chaotic good i'm joe i am playing the human cleric calvin um i will mention <clears throat> before we get to um our dm we did go to level five before we started this session um, it's not monumental, I think, for myself or Kurt, for our characters. We're kind of taking level one and two spells, casting them at higher levels. Um, and Mickey, was there anything special about you going to level five? Yes. Aside from getting an extra ten hit points, Noctra picked up extra spell slots, which I learned as a paladin she can now do. So I'm going to try that out. And then here. we go to... The DM, I am JJ. Uh... And we are running this game called The Curse of Strahd inside the D&D 5th Edition rule set. Heck yeah. And um, as when we last left off, the, uh, the, the characters had found their way to the Bistani tent outside of the Sayre Pool. And uh, I'm going to ask Kurt to do a little recap for us. Absolutely. So the last session, we spent our entire time at what we, what we might have called the Gypsy Camp, but it's the Bistani Camp. And um, after talking to some of the folks there, we eventually were brought to uh, Madame Eva, or Madame Eva, uh, who was a kind of mysterious woman who uh, knew a lot more about us than anyone we had never met should know. Uh, She clearly knew our backgrounds and where we had been and what we were like. And uh, after an invitation from her, we ended up sitting down to a mysterious card reading, and she drew out a... Uh, Taroka deck and started to turn cards to tell us essentially of our future. Now, I think each of us were, were drawing cards to contribute to it, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Each of you is drawing your card specific to you. Okay. Right. And so I'm not going to reread all of the, the prophecies, if you will, but uh, there were kind of five main points and we wanted to just summarize them very briefly. Uh, the first card told us of history and uh, told us that the knowledge of an ancient would help us better understand our enemy. And then there was a reference to a garden dusted with snow watched by a scarecrow. Uh, The second card told of a powerful force for good and protection, a holy symbol. Uh, And she said that she saw a fallen house guarded by a great stone dragon. Um, And again, these are summaries, so there are other points in there. Uh, The third one was a card of power and strength, talking about vengeance and the power, uh, a sword of sunlight. She saw a lonely mill on a precipice. Uh, the fourth card shed light on who would help us in our battle against darkness and said that our greatest ally would be a wizard. His mind would be broken, but his spells would be strong. And finally, she told us that, uh, or the fifth card told us that our enemy is a creature of darkness with powers beyond mortality. Um, she t- the card told us to, l- or she said she saw a vision that told us to look to great heights, uh, that we should find the beating heart of the castle, for he waits nearby. And that one kind of kind of spooks me out. The whole castle and and the beating heart thing. Yeah, <clears throat> a bit Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Oh we've yeah, had, we can go get the telltale yeah, heart. We've had That's zombies. Cool. We've had vampire spawn. Yeah. We've had hag with a child in a bag. So we're pretty creepy so and far. And I think I remember we we thought about the um, the wizard prophecy piece where when we were in town they mentioned a wizard, uh, whatever it was, a, a year or two years ago, came in, tried to wipe um, the bad guy off the map, and failed horribly <clears throat> ended up taking some of the people from Barovia to fight with him and I think that was part of what made the uh the the preacher's son um I can't remember what what was he uh was he a, a vampire spawn yeah but the 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 guy who was in charge of priest oh, the priest the priest, the priest. Yeah. The priest's son, he turned into a vampire spawn so I'm thinking that that wizard has something to do with that but um 
it's kind of neat that we've got all of these different clues we would follow. I think when we last left off, we said we'd be resting for the night. So we treated that as we got all our hit points back and we're doing the level up piece. Correct. I will um, just mention, um, I did decide to take a third level spell. So I took Fireball oh. yeah. just because that's too good to pass up. It is. I wish I could get Fireball because that would go really well with Paylor. He, it would. He would cast a Fireball at the bad guys. It would. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the next morning... Yeah, the, the night passes fairly uneventfully. Um, the, the, the Vistani, you know, they, they're all about celebrating life. This is a very dreary land. Mm. So they like to uh, celebrate life as best as possible. Um, and so the much merriment is had. There's dancing throughout the night. Uh, spirits and drinking is consumed. Mostly wine. Um, there's very little of any other type of alcohol and the only type of alcohol that does come in comes in from outside of Barovia. Wine is the only alcohol manufactured here in Barovia. And I think we learned uh, in the last uh, couple of episodes it's not particularly good in Barovia. It is not. No. Um, there are better versions, but they're much more rare. Okay. I, I would definitely, Calvin definitely would have used thaumaturgy and light and, and maybe even sacred flame to help with the festivities of, of life. And, and uh, Paylor is about light and life, so th- definitely. I, I would have been, and probably would have woken up with a hangover after celebrating with people who enjoy life. And the, most of the Vistani um, would have been fairly standoffish okay. when you first entered the camp. But after you emerge from Madame Eva's tent and. Um, she seems to be happy and pleased with you. Uh, you, you see that the, the rest of the Vistani, which is a very matriarchal uh, clan, uh, they tend to take her lead, so uh, they began to welcome you into their uh, enfold, into their enclosure. Cool. So <clears throat> you are welcome guests now, uh, whereas before you were interlopers. So let me tell you about Baylor. He's a great guy. <laughs> Here we go. There goes Calvin. <laughs> Um, so, let's talk about what the gypsy said last night to Madame Eva. That's a good idea. Do you think maybe any of the folks here would have an idea of what these mean? I hope so. They all work with her. Is she sleeping during the day? Maybe we should go ask her. Maybe she wants to hear about Baylor today. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, is there someone that looks like maybe the lead of yeah, the there, caravan? Yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely um, a lead uh, navigator, so to speak. Um, and there's actually there's a gentleman coming in uh, from into the camp uh, riding a horse. The horse is very sweaty. It looks like he's come from a little bit of a distance. Okay. Hmm. My good friend, have you heard of Paylor? And what can you tell us about the prophecies of Eva? <laughs> oh, ma- uh, the madam read you your f- fortune. Of course. Our illustrious sorcerer has some of the information on paper, which I do not have to recount so easily. <laughs> Go, Paylor. Oh, so you're I say that, but Kurt handed it back to JJ. <laughs> well, yes, we that. had a, a long session with, with Madam, and uh, she told Boy, us... does that sound good? <laughs> a long session with the Madam, but she yeah. told us of uh, a number of places that it sounds like we may need to go. We're trying to find, uh, you know, a, a lonely mill on a precipice or a fallen house guarded by a great stone dragon. Oh. Uh, perhaps a garden dusted with snow that, where there would be a scarecrow now the uh, mention, and a guardian. The mention of the mill mentions, uh, I think, uh, a weapon of light, right? Uh, yes, that is where... Uh, and I feel Paylor calling me to A this. sword of sunlight. Just hearing, lies hearing the, the information from the madam made me think, this is a sign from Paylor. And we all know what a sign from Paylor means, right? Run the other way. The, oh, <laughs> the mill, that, that, the, that definitely sounds like the, the old um, Gustav mill. It's probably it's about three hills over if you go toward the west. I love measuring by landmarks. That's awesome. So three hills to the west. How, far, how long would it take us to hike there, do you think? <sighs> to, to go by foot, probably about five hours. 
So I'd like to take this opportunity to mention again that we're using Roll20. We have a map in front of us on the TV in the middle of our table in the shed here. I think, um, J.J., if I remember right, we were at Lake Zarevich at the uh, camp here. You are currently right here at G. G. Oh, we, we're way we're, down there. We're by the pool. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then I had that wrong. And then if we're talking about moving west from there, then um, we have... Would this be along the road? So we're by, what, Sarah Pool? Or yeah, Sarah Pool, Sarah? yep. All right. So if we're moving west along the road, uh, is it the dotted road on our map where G is, right? So we would be going towards, oh. okay. So kind of northwest-ish, but yeah, hills, what have you. Okay, I see it now. <clears throat> um, so while they're talking, Noctra is like stroking the horse, playing with the horse. The horse seems to be uh, a little bit skittish, uh, but sweaty. then again, it's also Barovia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he goes, and then, so you, uh, the house, but the stone dragon, that has to be Argen Vostholst. What is that? Where is that? There was, when Strahd first came to this land, there was a paladin order that was... Uh, Headed by a great silver dragon whose name was Argenvost. And he created this order and created a fort that uh, when, when Strahd first turned vampire, he attacked Strahd to try to remove him, but Strahd prevailed. You uh, say when Strahd first turned vampire, can you tell us more of this Strahd? I mean, yeah. we hear only that he is evil. Well, I think a part of what we have learned so far is he is um, the tyranny that is threatening this entire land. Right, right. But I'd like to know more Go about him. Lord. Let's see. You know, how, where does his strength come from? How did he become a vampire? What do we know of his past? No one knows exactly why or how he turned into a vampire. I can tell you it was not Paylor. Paylor would not do that. Paylor would probably, the Morning Lord would definitely not have done that to no, him. No, he would not. Maybe we should send Paylor's buddy here off uh, to get this sword by himself, and we should go somewhere else. I'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> go, Paylor. Um, but Strahd, he comes from uh, a royal bloodline. Uh, he died centuries ago, and he now lives on as one of the undead, uh, feasting on the blood of the living. An abomination. That sounds like a bad thing. Perhaps um, if we bring the light Ravenloft, of his castle was actually named for his mother. Ravenloft. For his mother? Yeah, his uh, Queen Ravenovia. <coughs> I'm sorry, Ravenloft. Hey, don't you follow the Raven Queen? Is Different this the place queen. you should hang out? Different queen altogether. wouldn't go there. Perhaps you should go there. I'll go find the sword like You're you said. You'll go find the sword like you say. <laughs> think someone need, needs to stick by you to keep out of trouble, Calvin. Baylor sticks with me all the time. Yeah, but for <laughs> protection from the things on this planet. Yes, well, it is written in the scrolls of the sun. If you keep Baylor with you, everything would be bright. Yeah, that Baylor is the one who saved you the last time we got into trouble, right, Calvin? Yes, through you and our friend Teeland, of course. Of course. Is there any? If we were to head west to this. Uh the mill, is there anything in particular that you know of that we should be aware of on the way? I mean, you will be venturing into the true wild of Barovia. Bless um, you. Once you pass through the gates, you. you are truly on your own. Ah, when you say gates, we passed through a gate already. Is there another one? Yes, to that, that, is the, that is the gate to enter Barovia. And then once you pass through the other set of Barovian gates... You are still within the land, the cursed land of Strahd, but you're outside of Barovia. Within these gates, it is relatively safe. Outside, it's... This is safe. Paylord is my (laughs) co-pilot. Is he going to take the wheel? (laughs) Paylord, be my pilot. Show me the way. We shall proceed, I think, to the west, my friends. Paylor will ride with us, or walk with us, perhaps. So we're going to the mill? There is a calling of this light, this this weapon of light that I must heed. What do you think, Thielen? I think there are several places that we need to go, and if it makes him happy to go do this one first, there's no reason not to. 
Okay. I think overall, you both realize there's no choice in this. <laughs> well, there's a choice. Go, Pelo. There's always a choice. There's always a choice. <laughs> Naksha turns to the guy and says, uh, hey, what do you call a pony with a sore throat? I do not know. A little horse. Oh! And walks away. <laughs> See, Baylor brings his light through her humor. And walks oh, away. <laughs> Moving uh, on. That is perfect. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> and the whole time she was there stroking his sweaty horse, mm-hmm. and then she comes out with a pony joke. That's awesome. All right. So, so the, the road um, away from the encampment uh, follows the river. Um, as, a, as a matter of just, for me, as a role play and tidying up, I would make sure that they have my little squirrels of Paylor. Of course. And anything that they would offer us for our ride, you know, a special, um, I'm going to keep saying gypsy because I can't remember the other word. Vistani. 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 Any special Vistani snacks or foods that they would normally prepare that we could bring along. They would have sold you um, some jerky. Okay. Um, and a little Sweaty bit of horse wine. jerky. But... They're they're reluctant. You, you notice a reluctance okay. to actually actively assist you. Okay. Once they learn about Paylor, they'll be more happy to shed their light on others. Of course. I think once we rid this land of these cursed undead creatures, then they'll probably be more apt to help us. Possibly. That is one of the few things you have in common with Baylor. Light isn't good for undead. Let's get rid of them, eh? Sounds like a plan. Calvin, you take the lead. Take the wheel. Let us proceed to the west. Let's go. So you guys are walking on the south side of the Sarah River, of the Iblis River, sorry. And after a... After an hour or two, you come across a bridge that crosses the river toward, going toward the north. Um, and on the other side of the river, um, Calvin, you see a uh, what are you? Uh, the hangman's gallows. Gallows. Okay, gallows. Okay. Uh, there's the gallows, and there's five bodies hanging from it, and uh, one of them looks exactly like Teelan. I, I definitely do a double take. Look at Teelan. Look over at the gallows. Probably back and forth a couple of times. He's still there, right? He's still the there. The real Teelan is right here. Well, the, the real Teelan right there. But stand there's up. a there's Please a Teelan doppelganger um, hanging from a noose. Mm-hmm. Regardless or irregardless, depending on how it works in Barovia, um, <laughs> I would see the real Teelan here, but I would still rush to the doppelganger. And in my head, in um, his head, I would say that. It is probably like his brother or somebody that I need to save quickly. The payload needs to, to help out. So without saying a word, um, uh, Calvin, I had to remember my own character's name. Calvin will rush towards the, um, the gallows. Okay. Um, the, the gallows, it's very rickety. It uh, doesn't look like it's been maintained very well. Um, but you're able to climb the stairs to the gallows and... Uh, it is indeed, upon a closer inspection, it, it looks exactly like Teelan. Is that uh, the only... Minus the, the fact that his face is all bloomed up from the, you know, suffocation. Is there, is it, can we tell if it's actual flesh or is it an illusion? I don't know. Can I look closely and see if I can tell if it, if it has the, any solidness to it? Um, it as long enough? as you're just looking at it... Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears to be completely, totally solid. I, I would not hesitate. Um, uh, Calvin would not hesitate to step up and touch the body, feel how long has it been dead, immediate contact with So this when being. you touch the body, it's incredibly rigid, and decomposition happens at a incredibly accelerated rate to the point where after a minute, it's nothing but bones, and it collapses to the ground below. Is, he the, uh, is that body the only one that looks familiar? It's the only one that looks familiar, yeah. Do you have a brother that we don't know about, Teelan? Not anymore. <laughs> Not funny, Calvin. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. No, no, I had an older sister, but I've never had a brother that I know of. So and the other four bodies, are they in the same state? I don't know, roll perception check. Oh, I am not using this r- dice roll thingy. 
<laughs> Making a little dice tower in front of her that she is currently not happy with. Nine. Nine? Uh, no, it, it, they all... It seems to be... Kosher. And I have to use my divine sense. Divine sense. All right. Uh, there doesn't appear to be any undead demons or fae in the area. So, Atilan, how does this Perceptions affect you to have somebody that looks just like you? Plus proficiency bonus if it's a skill? If it's a skill, yes. So if I was looking, I would have a 16. Okay. Would I see anything different? Uh, on the, you would notice that on the gallows, on the overarching. Wait, wait, wait. Beam, Hang on, sorry, I screwed that up. I would have a thirteen. A thirteen. Fourteen. 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 And what exactly are you looking for here? Uh, I'm looking to see if the four remaining bodies look different in the sense of, like, if we touched. I want what I wonder is if I touched another one, would the same thing happen? Probably not. These actually appear to be actual bodies of some transgressor or another. Um, they they are in various states of uh, decomposition. Does the, any of them look like they have been deceased within the last few minutes or hours? No. Okay. They're in, they're, 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 the the Teelan body definitely looked the freshest. And it, did it okay. decompose when we physically touched it? Once you physically touched it, yes. What, what did it feel like when we... Because you touched it, right, Mickey? I did. Um, Calvin did. Calvin what did, did it feel like? It was very rigid, like like it was uh, within it did, rigor mortis. It felt like a, 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 like an arc, like a body that has been dead for many days. Hmm. Um, but with your 14, I do want to make, mention that there is a uh, raven sitting on the top and peering and watching you guys inspect these bodies. That is not normal. When I see the raven, I'll look at the raven and, and point at Nakra. Quote the name, raven, nevermore. <laughs> Can I take a closer look at that raven? Go for it. I'm not going to use the dice rolly thing this time. <laughs> see, I rolled better. Yeah. 12 on the dice plus my perception, 16. Um, It just looks to be... It's very glossy. Looks like a very just very healthy raven. It's doing very well here in Barovia. It's using fine conditioner and shampoo. Exactly. <laughs> now I get. Uh, for Can I try to talk to it from Calvin's perspective? As a matter of what I've seen so far, I'm thinking that this looks like. I mean, gallows usually has to do with law, but maybe this has something to do with somebody crossing somebody. Um, like the count, but why would he do this? Is there? I, I'm looking at that we've seen the the priest already here. Is there anything religious involved here? Has there been a ceremony performed before hanging these people? Is there any special markings on the nothing, body? Nothing like that. But uh, looking around, you do discover that there is a a list of transgressions that uh, these criminals have done. Okay. So this was justice carried out. Um, and you notice there's only four names. Only four. So I, I'll, be, I'll be reading through them, things like uh, pickpocketing. Paylor would forgive that if you accept him. Uh, perhaps adultery. Paylor would forgive that if you accept him. And I'll just be mumbling down the list. Could I try to catch the raven? <clears throat> Are you going to try to jump up and like swat at it? Uh, touch it. Try to catch it. Okay. Roll a ludicrous check. Roll yeah. a ludicrous <laughs> check. Roll me an athletics check. A- acrobatics. <laughs> ludicrous. At, least, at least dexterity, right? Ludicrous speed. Go! There's a 19 on the dice. Oh, my. <laughs> if that raven's catchable, I think. That's 19 because I have no, no plus for dexterity. No, athletics is strength. Go oh, with athletics, strength. Yeah. Athletics is jumping. That's it a good point. Is... Oh, wow. Oh. Seven. Probably seven, yeah. Holy 26. cow! Twenty six. All right, so you jump up, and I mean, it's, it, like it, the, it was, this I is just a sh- this is just a standing leap, like yeah. Michael Jordan. <laughs> yep. And uh, you go to reach for it, and it starts flapping its wings, trying to get away, and you you manage to uh, snag a um, a foot on it, and it continues to flap its wings, and you hover for a second and oh lose my. your grip. 
and it flies away. It's strong enough to carry me. But it's still just For a, a regular, regular looking raven. This There's is to me this is this is that moment where the uh, the big defensive tackle was actually able to almost catch an interception and yeah. didn't quite get it. Huh. There's more to that raven than meets the eye. Can we try to talk to it? It's blown away now. Damn it. That's what happens when you jump on it. I try to catch it. Well, first. Uh, if you were raven and some crazy chick tried to catch you, you'd run away, fly away too. Not necessarily. I would pray to Paylor that you have more dexterity next time. But that was one hell of a jump, Doctor. Well done. I'll jump over you next time. I had no idea you had a three-foot vertical. <laughs> <laughs> In full armor. That, that full was armor. probably. Yeah, that, probably that, that was a impressive feat. Clanged as you landed. Is there anything in the area? Actually, yeah, because I described it being all rickety, she falls <laughs> through the gallows. Is there anything in the area where we are other than the gallows? Or are these kind of a standalone? Everything, it, it, this gallows almost seems like it's out of place. Right. Um, but it is as far from civilization as it could possibly be. All right. Is there anything that we're missing here? Yeah, are there any like tracks leading to and from? I no. Mean, it, 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 like I said, these bodies are in uh, extreme... In, in states of decomposition that indicate that it's probably been a while. Is there anything to loot on their bodies? What's that? Anything to loot from their bodies? Nothing of notice on the bodies, no. <laughs> they decided to hang them each with 10,000 gold pieces in their pocket. Well this, well, this is interesting and disturbing, but there's no monsters here, yeah. and there's no windmill here. I think we should press on. Now I know how batteries feel. Oh, oh snap. Not included in anything. Oh, <laughs> I think I would. Moving on, that, I would get that joke if it were a more modern day. I think, <laughs> perhaps, um, uh, definitely would take and insist on taking the time to uh, properly cut down the bodies and, and give them, them some last rites. Not, not necessarily bury them, um, but you could use thaumaturgy to just yeah. you know create a, create a little scoop. Well, Paylor's last rites can also involve just burning. burning. Right, so a sacred cremation. flame type of thing, a cremation. Right, I would be totally for that yeah. to prevent them from becoming zombies. Oh yeah, I Fair enough. thought I'd not even thought of that, but I was, uh, that's why you keep yeah. me around, Calvin. I keep you around because sometimes Paylor's wisdom comes through you. Well, at this point, uh, Teelan is not particularly interested in this. He's seen Calvin do this before, so I'm just going to kind of step aside a little bit, and I've got a, a small black book that I just I'm not making a show of it, but I just take it out open. Just read for 30 seconds or 45 seconds, close it, put it away. Have you done that before? Is this like a common occurrence that Thielen would do? It is. I think uh, while we're trying to take care of these bodies, he's looking up another date. Mm. It's probably looking in that book with all the nudie pictures I saw. That could be. Well, it's actually swiping left. It's the sh- it is a shame that so many pages are stuck together. Go, Baylor. <laughs> Go, Baylor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, finish up, cl- you know, clear out the 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 gallows, and they, they'll probably fall apart, or maybe even burn as part of the process. Yeah. But I, I would, um, uh, Calvin would definitely make sure that the area is purged of um, evil, not necessarily sanctified, but at least purged of any badness that happened as far as the flame of Paylor can cure it before we move on. All right. Still mystified as to why there was a double of Tealin. On the gallows when it wasn't even listed in the, as I would call it, the death manifest. Definitely a mystery. It is so odd, the road does odd to look at yourself hanging. Um, north and then it starts to curve toward the west as you guys progress through here. And eventually you guys arrive at the other set of gates. According to the gypsies who go by another name, the those, <laughs> the those formerly known as gypsies, this gates gets us out of Barovia pop, uh, proper, but we will still be under the rule of this Strad character. We must keep even more vigilant. Um, Calvin would be very curious, because he still has it in his mind that those big gates that we came to originally that were completely silent should not have been completely silent. Are these gates completely yes. silent? I, I definitely, I see Calvin is going to spend uh, probably minutes looking at every single hinge, wondering why there are no noises, maybe kick a rock under the edge, hoping to, that it would make crunchy noises as the gates move. 
Okay. You know, it, it would definitely be a curiosity. I mean, after all, we're not in space. There should be some sound here. <laughs> I that don't know how I would me. know that. <laughs> <laughs> the same way that <laughs> Noctra would know about batteries. The same way Go I would know about batteries. Yes. Go Paylor. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah you did. And, and dirty magazines. And dirty magazines, exactly. Hey, you're looking through that book of uh, nudie drawings again. It's a shame you draw them all yourself in their stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what did one stick figure say to the other? I don't. I just said that. I have no idea. <laughs> she looks at you like I haven't heard that one. I'm I need waiting. to write that down. <laughs> She's, hey, well, um, Paylor would not approve, but he said, "Stick it in me." Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Uh, go pay Lord on the clean version of the joke, which there isn't one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doctor. Did you have a one-liner you wish to grace us with? It's not even like worth it now. Not anymore. The whole not stick figure thing. You made ruined it. it. Um, so while you're like looking at the hinges and stuff, yeah. you notice like right at the bottom of the uh, gate is a doll's head that appears to be staring directly at you. Now that shit's creepy, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like one of those where the doll's eyes move when you move type the of whole stare. Head moves oh, snap. So something has been watching us as we go through here and is using a raven and now a doll's head to keep track of us. The absent-minded reflexiveness of Calvin tapping his shield to set the light of Paylor on the shield again. Um and hold the shield up towards the doll's head, hoping maybe it disappears. It doesn't. It just continues to follow your movements and you specifically. We oh. need to set that doll on fire. Um, hey, Teelan, don't you have a new spell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I don't know that I want to use it for this, uh, for this doll, but I have uh, something that might work. I want to light it on fire. Mm-hmm. I could use a firebolt, which is just a... Can't trip for me. Throw it. I am, uh, before you do that, I'm curious to know what this thing may be before we cleanse it with Palos Fire, which now works through you as well. I'm very pleased to know this. This is good. <laughs> um, as, as reluctant as Calvin will be to approach it, he will. Okay. Because, you know, Palos on his side and all. Not and just he will approach it from behind guard. his shield. And remember, um, Calvin's just like, I don't know, 100-pound guy wearing 200 pounds worth of armor and gear. And um, just kind of approaches from behind his shield, uh, holding his hand axe out like he's ready to poke the thing with the you know the piece of wood that runs through the hand axe. So, what would so happen as, if as I go you to approach poke it, it? You yeah. notice that the the it doesn't really have like a neck or anything. Obviously, it's literally just a head. But as you approach it, it continues to swivel backwards so that it can continue to keep its eyes on your face. <laughs> you know, the funny part is Joe's creeped out. <laughs> I'm like, ew, the doll's head's following me. On um, so uh, poking, again, holding the shield out in front of him and then and, like reaching forward with the hand axe and poking it. Okay, so when you poke it, yeah. uh, it's very resistant to uh, change its focal point. Huh. Uh, you can turn it, and if you hit it hard enough, it'll turn and then slowly turn back to face you again. Light it. Okay. Um, now perhaps um, I will summon the sacred flame of Paylord to get rid of this evil thing. Light it. Yes. On. So, yeah. Fire. <laughs> Should we and, do this together, right. my friend? Well, uh, well perhaps, perhaps if the flame of Paylord does not work on. through me, you can join in. Fire. Um, Very well. Unless, <laughs> unless in metagaming terms, it is also a cantrip for you. <laughs> It is a cantrip. Thing. Okay, then let's just cantrip together, shall we? Paylor's, <laughs> Paylor's yeah. uh, flame burns hottest when cast through two. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is from the scrolls of the sun that two joined in. Paylor are stronger than one. And that rhymed, which was pretty cool, too. Um, <laughs> so, as, as the chant goes with Paylor, and, and come along with me here, mm. Tilin. Light it on fire. Light, Light it, it on, on Fire. fire and then Lights poof. Okay. And then I say, I hope you die in the fire. <laughs> I was waiting and for that. The head, the head is de- 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 destroyed. It is burnt to smithereens. 
I was one moment away from emptying my bladder. This is good. <laughs> it is dead. This is getting to be a creepy day. Yes. Let's get going. Go, Paylor. All right. I, I'll take hey. a moment with my hand axe to write Paylor was here next to the scorched spot. Nice. Hey, Thielen, can February, March? Can February, March? No, but April, May. And she walks away. <laughs> There, there should be this, the, the sound of mic drops throughout the episode. She that just walks away cool. as Teelan just looks confused <laughs> and stares at her. Just looks down at my black clothes, <laughs> thinks about the darkness of my soul, but can't help but, help, can't help but uh, half smile at Nakra. Yes. <laughs> so you guys continue to march toward the west, and uh, you begin to enter... The woods, um, and <gasps> within these woods, the the overall feeling uh, is that everything is watching you. Oh uh, crap! There aren't trees that are going to throw apples at us. I hope negative. Hey, hey! Do you know how many apples grow on a tree? I might if you lift your mic closer to your mouth. All of them. Oh snap! Moving on. Payload's light is shining through your vocal cords. Very that is nice. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we yeah. notice anything you as I look around <laughs> and deliver I, I, that I, last I, one? <laughs> All right. So you're you're get to the edge of the woods and uh, you're about to enter back into the plains. So we spend how long walking through these creepy woods? It takes, it takes longer than what the Vistani told you. Uh, it takes you, you, you are now at hour four right here. Is it getting on dark? The, uh, on, the, on the outside. And it's not getting dark just yet. We're approaching noon. Because remember, dark, yeah. uh, light starts around nine. So, so you're a little bit after noon. From, I, I guess kind of as a recap of how the days go here in Barovia, we woke up. Would it have been dark at our normal wake-up time? Yeah, it would have been dark. Right, and so light, you typically wake before light and go to bed after dark. So then we would have um, gathered the information we did from the Vistani. I think I said that right. Yep. Hey. Good job. Um, damn gypsies. And um, <laughs> got, gotten on our way along the road, and we've been walking for hours and hours. Does it Four feel like about. longer or shorter, or is it? It just feels like. It just feels like uh, the road seems to stretch before you. Okay, so like the nightmare hallway that keeps getting longer. A little bit, yeah. The, the, when you look down the hallway, okay. But, um, like I said, as you are exiting the woods, uh, after the gates, uh, you come across a tree that is loaded with ravens. There's probably 15 to 20 ravens. And, uh, hey, I thought you said apples grow on trees. This one's growing ravens. Apparently in Barovia, it's And ravens. they're not squawking. They're just watching you pass. These also look totally lustrous and healthy. They're all, they all look incredibly healthy, yeah. Look like they can lift a paladin. Possibly. Can yeah. I use another of my, one more slot of divine sense? Sure. Do I sense anything? You don't sense anything evil, nor undead, fey, or, um, what was the last one? Uh, Devil? Demon? Demon. What was it? Demon. Celestial Demon. fiend or undead within 60 feet. Fiend, yeah. Celestial, okay, not fey. Not fey. All right, yeah. Nothing celestial, undead, or demon. So... So nothing. I feel nothing here. Yet these ravens are unnatural. Can we try to talk to them? Hey, Calvin, don't you have something in your scroll bag? Maybe you could talk to the raven? Quote the raven. My scroll bag is filled Never with anymore. scrolls of devotion to Baylor. I can read when you, about When you Baylor say unnatural, one of them squawks and they all turn and look at it. When I say... When you said unnatural... These ravens are unnatural. One kind of squawk, like an indignant squawk, and they all look, turn to look at it, and it, like, cowered. Because when I said unnatural, it, it got mad. Huh. 
Maybe. Interesting. <laughs> hey, you. Your mom so, was a snowblower. I reach into my um, scroll sack of my um, inspirational Paylor scrolls. Okay. And I take one out and I start reading to the ravens about Paylor. Uh, there was a time when Paylor was on the mountain and he was telling people about the great things that the light could bring You don't to think them. that a raven can sigh, but one does and flies away and they all follow. <laughs> Good job, Calvin. And I roll up the scroll. It's a habit. I roll the scroll back up, put it in the sack and say, go, Paylor. <laughs> Are they going in the direction that we're headed? Uh, no, they're flying to the north. Well, that was beneficial. Guess we keep going to the mill. Yeah. And and as they fly off into the distance, I say, "Tell your boss to worship Paylor." Right. And you guys continue westward, um, and you come to a fork in the road. Excuse me. And okay. the you do see a mill, uh, up on the hill. And this will be it, to the it, west. It, it, it's only yeah. got three of its wind vanes. Ah. Um, can I take? I just noticed your your name tag. Yeah, <laughs> it says I DM. made da- I made JJ a DM tag today. Just ruined it for me. Um, can yeah. I take a uh, look to see if there's anyone around that to see if this could be an ambush or anything? Oh yes, yeah, you can grow up perception. Hmm. What you got? I uh, cannot tell. I it's think a, it was. It's a, a twenty-two seven. on the die. It was a total twenty-two on the die. I think it was a seven. Okay. I don't like that roll. You think so that's an eleven perception? Okay. Um, <laughs> For those manufacturers out there who make dice towers, you might as well call them rolly things as well. Because <laughs> yeah. That's what you. Well, when you buy them. it in the package, there's an asterisk, and rolly at the thing. bottom it says rolly. Yeah, thing. Like a footnote. Absolutely. While she's looking around, no big deal. I just do what I. You've seen me do it a million times. Just. Tap my staff on the ground, and I'm activating my mage armor. Okay. Does that have a look? This is like a shimmering or something. It doesn't. It's tempting no. to give it a super cool look, but nope. It's just I have to give it one solid tap on the ground. Okay. It does the job. Cool. Other things will look cool, like chromatic orb. Yeah, that looked but, cool last but, couple But not times, so much yeah. mage armor. Okay. The I old... Start, sorry, I just start to look... <laughs> I just start to look a little bit broader and a little bit more manly than I might otherwise have looked. Okay, so that is not at all then. (laughs) Hey, Teelan. (laughs) She sees you kind of enact that magic again. Hey, Teelan. What kind of magic do cows like? Or what kind of magic do cows believe in? Well, moo magic. Moo do. Moo do. Oh, I wonder what moo do is. I do not know what moo do is. The old Spalich Road transitions here from being a winding path through the Balanok Mountains to a lazy trail that hugs the mountainside as it descends into a fog filled valley. In the heart of the valley, you see a walled town near the shores of a great mountain lake, its waters dark and still. A branch in the road leads west to a promontory, atop which is perched a dilapidated stone windmill, its warped wooden veins stripped bare. So the mill is above a town? Yeah, I was going to say, how high up is it? Does it seem like it's 100 feet up? Or? Oh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a little bit of a trek to get up to the top of the hill. And the town that they're talking about is um, down here. Would we have to go through the town or walk on the way up to the mill? No, you guys are coming from here. Right. Yeah. And then you just follow that road. Yeah. So JJ, this is could you so sorry. The, so the mill is up in front of us, and the town is kind of beyond it. Yeah, down uh, over the hill. Okay, gotcha. Could you remind us again whose artwork we're using? Uh, Michael Schley. Mike Schley. Okay. So this is somebody who had actually created the maps and Correct. artwork, uh, some of the artwork, I guess, for the Curse of Strahd. Yeah, this artwork setting. all exists in the book, but yeah. uh, this is a PDF version. Close so we are nice using that. Yep. Um, great. So I, I think I think we just march forward. We approach cautiously. Yeah. So we're looking for a sword of light. Um, we know that the treasure lies inside. That's what she told us. I, uh, All right. my, yeah, my memory does not serve me as well as the paper that Thielen has. However, I think there is hey, a, a weapon of light that is to be a found of near a windmill of some type. She had said that it was a card of power and strength. 
It tells of a weapon of vengeance, sort of light, a sort of sunlight. I see a lonely mill on a precipice. The treasure lies within. So does this mill look like it's on a precipice? It is definitely. It's, 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 it's right on the edge of a cliff. So not just on a hill, but a hill that ends in sheerness exactly. on the other side. Okay, even better. That reminds me. Oh, crap. Put it closer. What did the, what did the mountain climber name his son? Ooh. Cliff. 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 Yes. Hey. <laughs> You're not even part of this group. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what was that strange voice we just heard? That was a weird hear, voice. This is such a strange forest. I think it was the voice of Baylor answering your joke. <laughs> I think he said something like, Cliff? Cliff. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Go, Baylor. Mm. Well, if we don't see anything in particular, there's no reason not to keep marching towards the... Agreed. Just go carefully. Just be carefully. <laughs> All right. My perception is not what it used to be. I must grammar my way through your sentence. If we don't see something, there's no reason not to think. Okay. So we do it? We do it. <laughs> okay. Just walk carefully, Calvin. And I'm going to keep an eye behind us kind of more than... I'll, I'll take up the rear. Turn so up, you're, you're approaching carefully. Turn on your, short, your, your shield light. Done. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So you're approaching carefully. The onion-domed edifice leans forward and to one side as though trying to turn away from a stormy gray sky. You see great gray brick walls and dirt-covered windows on the upper floors. A decrepit wooden platform encircles the windmill above a flimsy doorway leading to the building's interior. Perched on a wooden beam above the door is a raven. It hops about and squawks at you, seemingly agitated. Like, I lifted your ass like two miles ago. I ain't doing it again. What's going on? Why are these ravens everywhere? Oy. Perhaps you should pray to your goddess. Agreed. So like, it, it hops three times to the left and looks right at you and, you know, leans forward and squawks, like, angrily at you. And it hops three times to the right and looks at Tila and leans forward and squawks angrily at you. It's like you want some Run up if you want some. Yeah. I'm going to take a moment to meditate and pray to my queen to try to get some guidance on how to proceed on this with these ravens all about us. Insight. Okay. <laughs> the DM has given me a code, and I'm not picking it up. I. Uh, you have a skill called insight. So, yeah. This is how you infer what other things are doing for you, to you. And I will tell you, irregardless or regardless, again, depending on how it works body in Barovia, um, uh, Calvin, Skills. Calvin would also be Above trying perception, to... perception, below athletics. <laughs> it's alphabetical. He's such an asshole. <laughs> I will use insight to figure out what the fuck there is going go. on. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to get more into using your character sheet. Part well, goddamn. Part of me, but why are you cursing at this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so after a moment of silent meditation, the voice in my head got me really I angry. See, I can see Noctro, I don't know, maybe taking a knee, looking at the raven solemnly, and then after and a I got a natural moments, 20. Looking nice. up at the sky and saying, What the fuck do you want me to do? She's like, After all those years I spent in Dungeon World, now I'm in Barovia and I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, like, you're, 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 you know, once you like are paying closer attention to you, it flies down to the ground beside you, and walks very slowly. Look, it looks, it looks back at you, walks very slowly, and then like it flips up a a, a stone real quick, and it jumps back, and it looks at you, and you get the sense that it's trying to warn you to be very careful when you go in here. Got it, little dude. Does it have a little name tag that says, hello, my name is Raven? No. And uh, once you say that, it, it, it nods and flies away. All right. Guys, we need to be very, very careful when mm. we enter this windmill. Well, gosh, I was just going to run in head first and try to die. But now, thank Baylord, we got this message from this freaking raven. Well done, Noctra. Don't do what you normally do, <laughs> Calvin. <laughs> you wasted a freaking 20 on that. Apparently. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> so with the raven, the raven doesn't give the same sense as, like, the doll that it's watching us. It's, no. It's, it, it, it was, was interesting. You know, I, I was going to say that uh, when, when you mentioned the insight with Mickey, um, 
I was thinking Calvin would be trying to link these events together. I don't know right. if you want to roll out of that, but are these things related in some way? So we, when, Give me an overall wisdom check. So when we, go, when we were in, right from the beginning, so we, we met this person who didn't appear to be true. We, met this, or we found the body of the courier. We went through the gates. So many things have happened. It, 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 I think, to me, for Calvin, it's starting to feel like it's linked. There are things that are happening together, and probably not with a um, well, eleven. And I'm particularly, you know, in the sense that someone is watching us that we would think is probably Strahd. And I wanted, I guess, I wanted to make sure I knew how I felt about these ravens. Like, do they feel like minions of Strahd or some evil power, or do they feel like some other thing trying to communicate with us? Almost seems benevolent in exactly. warning. Exactly. Right? Well, there, I can tell you for certain, they're not undead. They're not fiends. They're not, <laughs> they're not angels. <laughs> yeah. And although it's not relevant, we also know they're not fae. And we also know they're Did not we get the same it. feeling from this raven as we would have gotten from the tree full of ravens? Mm-hmm. Okay. It says something or someone is looking out for us. So I would assume within 11, I gained no extra no, insight. Right. See, I'd been thinking that that tree was kind of full of evil stuff watching us. So now uh, I want to know, be sure that I know where we're how we're feeling. Now, I can tell you that all of these things watching us is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And the idea of be careful? Eh. Baylor says in the second book of, of Brilliance, it is, as you walk with Baylor, be careful where you tread. Although the light is with you, you must still be cautious. Do you ever feel like it's creepy that Paylor is always watching you? No, Paylor watches in me, through me, and with me. In the but, union but of the light. always watching you. that makes it so much better. Always yes. watching you. It's like always having a friend to lean on. Mm. Mm. Even when you want d- to be completely alone? Let me tell you more about Paylor. Are you ready? <laughs> Is Paylor with you when you're drawing stick figures to yes. get in each other? Yes, Paylor. Paylor helps me draw them. <laughs> I would not be so artistic if it was not for the light of Paylor <laughs> guiding my artistic hand. Mm. Maybe we should hook Paylor up with the Raven Queen and see what happens. <laughs> The Raven Queen would destroy Paylor. That is true. <laughs> you cannot destroy light, my friend. <laughs> All right, so then the Raven is darkness. still watching us, or? No, it, it's, it's it blown away. It's blown away. It's blown away. Well, once it it's said, don't step in dog dew, it flew off. Right. So are we Do you have any insight into any of these events, Teelan? Anything oh. that you want to try to maybe string together? Well, yeah, I might just... give it a that. 5% chance of knowing. No, I don't really... I'm not able to string <laughs> anything together based on my wonderful roll of a 5 with a 0 modifier. You know, I rolled a 5 as well. So, <laughs> we're on the so same hearing board. you two kind of talk through it all? Well, you were already there. You got the 20 insight from the Raven that said, well, watch, watch your out. step. Yeah, like it, overall, you haven't gotten a feeling, feeling of malice from the Ravens, whereas the doll head and the... The creep factor of the yeah. hanging dude, of the hanging Teelan, is feels overtly malicious. malicious. I must say, I did not. I was not inclined to burn the ravens like the doll head in the bodies. That was creepy. The ravens, they're ravens. I mean, and they said, "Watch out!" So let's watch out as we proceed. I think in Barovia the they can probably make a creepy raven, but yeah. Okay, right. let's go in. Eyes open, people. Oh, speaking of eyes open, go Baylor, tap the shield, the flames of the shield light brightly again. All right. And step forward towards whatever darkness may be in front of me to bring the Hello, light of darkness. <laughs> and then I have to move our players over to a new map. And hey. I'm going to keep... Or it won't do it for me. Go roll there toward while he does that, I'm going to be keeping my eyes on the kind of the upper platform that wraps around over the door. Yep. Just to make sure that nothing comes out as we come in. Or That's a neat looking windmill, but it has all four of its little. Does it have a nameplate on it that says Old Bone Grinder? Or is it that does. Just yes, it map? does. Okay. Artist oversight. This windmill <coughs> has all four of its veins. But they're all they're all interesting. Destroyed. Yeah. So when you had read um, from the, the the book, the onion top, yep. I, I hadn't thought of Taj Mahal look. But yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of Taj Mahal look. I like that. All right. So you open the door, and um, it's 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 more of uh, the top hinge is kind of you know ruined. So you have to kind of pick up a little bit and you know just rotate it on the bottom part of the hinge. Um, and the ground floor here has been covered, converted into a makeshift kitchen. 
The room is filthy. Baskets and old dishware are piled everywhere. Adding to the clutter is a peddler's cart, a chicken coop, a heavy wooden trunk, and a pretty wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. In addition to the clucking of the chickens, you hear some toads croaking. The sweet smell of pastries blends horridly with the stench that burns your nostrils. The awful odor comes out of an open, upright barrel in the center of the room. Warmth issues from a brick oven against one wall, and a crumbling staircase ascends the wall across from it. Shrieks and cackles from somewhere higher up cause the old mill to shake. So something or yeah. someone has been here recently because there's still a fire in the hearth. And, and something's laughing in the floors above you. Did we not hear any of these sounds from outside as we approached? Approached? This is a very, very thick Your microphones. Is it good now? Uh, hold on. We got the weird sound. Give it a couple seconds. Testing. Testing. There we go. All right. So go ahead. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, the, the stone, the stone uh, stonework of this mill is very thick. Okay. I find it odd. Uh, when we approached, uh, I was not expecting to smell pastries. This is odd to me. Wait. We've come across pastries before. Mm-hmm. Remember the old hag, the hag who tried to take the children? She was selling pastries, right? Yes. And there's, uh, there, I do want to remind you that you saw the peddler's cart in the and You've the, seen the this floor. cart before. This lady has a bill with me, and I think it's time it becomes due. I want to try the joke thing. There are two ladies named Dorothy here, and she's drawn a line between them. She has connected the dots. <laughs> oh, Noctra. Do you get it? Payload is on my side with jokes. Noctra. No? Leave the I may have to leave you two. professionals. I may have to walk deep into the dark woods by myself. <laughs> well, then, mm. I'll try to work on that. Um, you do that. And as you're kind of looking around the room, uh, Calvin, uh, it would make the most sense for you to make the uh, perception check. Oh, well, let's give that a shot. I... Oh, uh, six to add to a roll of a 12, so 18. All right, so you notice all <laughs> along the room there's bones all, all along the, uh, scattered across the room. And you notice that they are human and typically younger. Very disturbing that uh, the bones along the room here you see along the floor are apparently smaller bones, like of younger human people. Noxia draws her sword and says, this lady... Has a bill to pay. I agree with you. I think a payor is here to help uh, adjust her bill, including gratuity, perhaps. If you can call her lady, I use the term lady loosely. You all talk too much. I just like to kill monsters, and let's she seems like a monster. Upstairs, let's go, Tilan. Shall we go find her? The the sound is coming so you, from upstairs. You guys are done exploring it, the, bo- what, the bottom floor. No, was it was the fire down on the bottom floor? There is an oven. Oven. Baking that delicious smell you're Yeah, yeah. I definitely would want to look in the oven. Huh? I would like to look in the oven. If it look in the oven, and there's pastries you know, all lined up. Um, there's a, it's a four-rack oven, and each, each rack has a baking sheet full of pastries. And then there was the container that the horrible smell was coming from? There was a barrel in the center that uh, can, has a horrible smell coming from the container. Can we there's check? also the... Um, excuse me. A wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. I Hold my breath and check out the container. I think um, Noctra and Calvin have established they're ready to go kill the old lady. But I think we would hold for Teelan to look around mm-hmm. a moment while, before we storm upstairs. Um, so you're looking inside the burrow and it's this like greenish black ichor. I like to say ichor because it's icky. That's fine. Ichor is correct. But okay. is icky. Do you want to look in the cabinet before we go upstairs, Teelan? Don't you think we should? Or hey, you do what you you do you. You do you. Yes, I would cautiously open one. Use one hand to open the cabinet while holding my staff up. Natra's got her eyes okay. on the top of the stairs. Yeah, you open up the cabinet, and inside are um, some, you know, flour, sugar, um, some herbs. Uh, there's some powdered substance that you're not quite sure of. Um, and you also see three small labeled containers 
that are holding some kind of fluid. Um, the first one's labeled youth. The second one's labeled laughter. And a third one is labeled mother's milk. Made from real mothers. <laughs> I don't... That's funny. Mm. A comedy relief at some point. That was pretty creepy. Mm. So, um, while Noctra has her vision firmly affixed at the top of the stairs, watching for the creepy old lady, um, Calvin has his good eye watching up as well, and his lazy eye keeping an eye on Teelan. Yeah, there may be more here, but I think it's time to go upstairs and All right. see, stop whatever we need to stop. And this is where we will conclude this episode and pick up on the further exploration of Old Bone Grinder in our next episode. I would say that shit's kind of creepy. Teeny oh, bit. Flowers kind of creepy. Well, so like yeah. the bones. Hey, do you know what a skeleton's favorite instrument is? A trombone. But a but a Thanks for hey, listening. We'll all say bye, everyone. Bye. I'm here all week. Noctra gets a brief ride from a raven. Calvin is freaked out by a doll's head, which follows his movements. Teelan is generally creeped out by the day. Arriving at the windmill, they find pastry aroma, the peddler's wagon, and human bones. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>